One man and three amazing companions journey through the rings of Saturn to bring you music. Saturn. Saturn.
mujer estrella grande, cruz de la mañana. Traigo el rocío fresco y transparente. Soy mujer del alba. Soy mujer del día. Soy mujer santa, mujer espíritu. Soy mujer águila, mujer que trabaja. Soy lenguaje y hierba que sana. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
There was this guy who was a regular guy who lived a regular life. Got up 7.30 every morning, had the same breakfast, kissed the same wife goodbye every morning, went to the same office, came home. This he did Monday through Friday. On Saturdays, he played with the children, did handiwork around the house. Sundays, he took the family out in the station wagon to the suburbs. And there they looked at the houses and the trees, the billboards, the gasoline stations and the railroad crossings. And his life might have gone on like this forever. Except one night, something strange happened to him. You see, he went to bed at 10.30 and some of his friends stayed up later. And one of them, closing up a place that closed at two in the morning, decided to call this regular liver and said, what time is it? Phone. Well, he woke up and he said, who's this, who's this, it's, it's two o'clock in the morning, it's no time to call, bye. But the practical joker called every night, two o'clock in the morning. And he did this for two weeks. The friend cajoled, said, who is it, stop. Finally, after two weeks, the practical joker lost interest in the joke and did stop. Then came two o'clock, and the phone didn't ring. So he woke up. Why isn't the phone ringing? And he discovered that the only way that he could go back to sleep was to say, what time is it? And look at his watch and say two o'clock. Then he could sleep. He did this a couple of nights until he began to think, it's two o'clock where I am. What time is it in New York, or in Hollywood, or in London, or in Hong Kong, in Cairo? He didn't know. So the next day he went out and he bought himself some clocks. He got clocks from all over, and he put them all over the walls, and the time was there. He knew what time it was everywhere that counted. And this made him feel comfortable. He became so interested in time that he got little egg timers and gave them away as presents. He read about time in, in books, sidereal time, time way out in the universe. He knew what time it was on Arcturus and the Pleiades and the Milky Way. One night, though, at two o'clock in the morning, the light wouldn't go on. The fuse had blown. But suddenly he realized he knew what time it was without even looking. Not only in the important cities of this world, but in the entire universe. And naturally, he began to brag a little the next day. He told people, I know what time it is. And they tested him. And he did know. The administration had changed at this particular time, and they wanted to save money. So they got rid of all their astronomers, all their telescopes, their weights and measures, and they put this man in Washington in a little room where he sits to this day simply saying beep the time now I'm not a man.
at the lecture sitting there on the floor but to hear it all now it's even worse than before those shoes I have there's some name and they're like you can't remember the thing I found them in a wastebasket about to be empty they're mostly the only shoes I wear I found them they had been worn bottoms were worn off worn off on the edges mostly in good shape. I found that they fit me. I was very happy. There was something about them that sticks to the feet. It makes a noise. I kept wearing them. They got, got wet many times and now the stitches that hold them together on the sides is coming apart. And you can see my colored socks in the hole where they come apart. stepped in some sticky stuff that spilled by the door. Since then, it's even worse than before. On Broadway, one night, there was this fairly high-pitched, loud, loud tone that sounded like, sounded like a siren. People were looking around to see where it came from. The food store on the corner provided a lot of the light. Because it was open, because it was open. Pretty soon, I realized that the sound was coming from the hood of this one car that was parked on the street nearby. It was empty and locked as well. Walked toward it. It became even louder. I first noticed the sound when I walked past the store, but now it's even worse than before. I really wanted to show somehow how things deteriorate or how one bad thing bad thing leads to another. At first, there were plenty of things to point to. Lots of people, places, things, ideas, turning to shit everywhere. I could describe these instances. But the more I thought about them, the less they seemed to be negative things but appeared in the seeds of something completely new and productive. And I couldn't talk about them in the same way. But I knew it was true that there really are dangerous crises occurring in many different places. But I was blind to them. Once it was easy 
find something to deplore. But now, it's even worse than before. The question is whether or not this kind of music is going to hypnotize you. Do you resent being made to listen to this monotonous music or having to listen to such boring sentences? Friends have said that by producing this kind of music, people are put to sleep. In fact, I've always thought this. Too, I've always disliked the Rolling Stones since I found out what they were up to. He found out what they were up to. So when the prospect of doing this very hypnotic music came to my mind, I realized that I should at least bring up the problems of listening to this kind of rhythm that is regularity may temporarily take your mind off the more important tasks we have. I had to decide if it was in our best It just present this, but now that I went ahead and did it after asking what it was for, now it's even worse than before.
endroit où l'on se promène. On met ses beaux atours, faut être chic quand viennent les beaux jours. Et puis peut-on jamais savoir ce qui se passera le soir En se baladant, on voit une guinguette. Où dans la semaine les rouliers s'arrêtent. On y entend un orchestre poussif, un accordéon plaintif. C'est un petit bal musette, c'est un très gentil cabelot, où dans ce lemmitinette, chaque dimanche au bord de l'eau, un vieux saxon nostalgique, soupire par une java, et toujours sur cette musique, on tourne, on tourne un petit pas, on se balance sur l'escarpolette, et ça fait crier les fillettes. Dans le petit bal musette, dans le très gentil caboulot, un peu partout la mourguette, on est si bien au bord de l'eau. Toute la journée, les gars, les fillettes, boivent en dansant des tas de canettes. Comme le soleil est chaud, de jolis petits coins de peau se font voir soudain sans pudeur. Pardon, c'est la chaleur. Sous la tonnelle, on voit la patronne. C'est sans mentir une jolie personne qui, loin des yeux de son mari jaloux, au violon donne rendez-vous. C'est un petit bal musette, c'est un très gentil caboulot, où dans ce lemmitinette, chaque dimanche au bord de l'eau, on accompagne les danses d'un refrain qui vient des faubourgs, et l'on transpire en cadence, tout ça c'est la faute à l'amour, sous l'œil d'un agent redoutable, on peut se biser à chaque table. Dans le petit bal musette, dans le très gentil cabelot, dans tous les coins la mourguette, on est si bien au bord de l'eau. Le musette, dans le très gentil cabelot, dans tous les coins, la mourguette, on est si bien au bord de l'eau.
thinking about what I want to do now, I'm thinking about what I'm going to get ready for tomorrow now. Like. You know what I hate about work, it's what I hate about it. Go work every day, every night, come home.
Thank you.